welcome back to episode five of Tea with Jesus. I'm super excited um, for this episode. I hope you guys are ready. Ready, 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 ready. Oh my goodness, so excited. I know my audio is not that good, y'all. Um, y'all know I'm recording on my phone. But prayerfully, prayerfully, I don't know, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but hopefully um, sooner than later I'll have better equipment. And yeah, but until then, don't worry about the quality, just worry about the quality of the word, okay? Not the voice that's delivering the word, okay? And on top of that, I do have like a little code situation going on. I don't know if like it was something that just passed through or whatever, but I'm, my throat's been a little <coughs> scratchy. So if I sound like pop smoke, that's why. Anyways, anywho, y'all, I'm so excited. Ah, I'm excited for this episode for multiple reasons. But um, first things first, I just want to share this experience that I just had like during worship and it's this specific song that I listen to all the time that always moves me but today especially it moved me when I was singing the lyrics it just hit my spirit differently when I was singing um a certain lyric and um I just don't you just love those moments when you are in worship and you know whether you're going through something or not you just have this intimate you know spirit-led moment and it just brings you down to tears it brings you just to so much emotion and it just wrecks you right y'all that was me just a few minutes ago um I did a worship session I guess you can call it before I started this episode and I was listening to one of these Maverick City Maverick City songs here I go already stuttering Maverick City songs one of their newer songs um first of all I love their whole new album I don't know the name, um, so I won't say the name of the album, but I know they have a new album that they just released. I'm sure you all have heard songs off of it um, recently, but it's this specific song that always just really just resonates with my spirit, no matter what season of my life I'm in, and it's called For My Good, and y'all, that song is so profound to my life like it's just like wow every lyric I feel it it hits me it hits me every time but tonight tonight it's only four o'clock today <laughs> when I was listening to it I was seeing the part where it says um I should have lost my mind you showed up right on time carry me through the valley all the way on the other side and then when it said when pain tried to take my joy that's when I felt you more now I gotta testify that you kept my heart alive. And y'all, when it said, when when I started singing, when I say my neighbors probably heard me singing this part, like I, that's how hard I was singing it. When I sung, when pain tried to take my joy, that's when I felt you more. The spirit just whew, crashed into me. And I was just so emotional because I, I kind of had like this glimpse of, I know what season I'm in. I know what season I've come out of. And then, to think about the goodness of God and how he brought me out of that, it just makes me so emotional because I, I see myself sit at the edge of, you know, life and sit and contemplate 
giving up and sit and be like, God, why? Like, how, how are you allowing me to go through this and just having so much pain that you just don't even know how to be joyful anymore? And it, I love that part where it says, and then when pain tried to take my joy, that's when I felt you more. Because how many of us know that when pain comes and, and you know, circumstances change and things are hard in our life, pain will try to fill and consume us. But when we get into that presence, when we get into the, the Lord and his word and just the worship, it changes you. And you feel him. And it's so amazing. It's almost like sometimes you need that pain in order to stay close to God. You know what I mean? Like, if you know, you know, like, sometimes you need that reckoning in order to really feel that spirit. Because God is not tangible. You can't touch him. You can't see him. You know what I mean? Like, you can only feel him and know him and believe. And so, and then when you feel him, it's, it's spiritual. It's not a physical, you know, I put my hand out and he touches my hand back kind of feel. So, I just, I think that when we go through trials and tribulations, and we feel defeated and we feel like we're getting, you know, um, we're getting our butts kicked by life. It's just a reminder to get into God's presence. And I'm not saying that walk through everything with a smile on your face, like everything's so happy when you're going through difficulties. No, that's not realistic. Ultimately, that's where you should be out, be coming out of. Yeah, like, go have your moment, but don't sit there. But like, what I'm saying is when I go through circumstances I myself have tried to uh separate from the Lord I've tried to unconsciously isolate from him but then when I get in his presence and I worship and I sing my heart to him and I cry and I just lay it all at his feet it changes you it's life-changing and you get to experience him you get to feel him and just enjoy him and I feel that there's no way I could feel that same you know experience with joy with just my life being pure joy no no trials ever happening no suffering nothing it's no way sometimes you gotta you gotta be go through stuff to know what <laughs> know what god is like know who god is like really know who the lord is like you have to really experience something to really touch him you get what i mean to really experience you gotta like you know who are people who say like oh you gotta walk a mile in my shoes no, that's the wrong thing. Let me think. <laughs> you know how some people are like, oh, you know, you never know how, you can't tell somebody you understand unless you've been through it yourself. Kind of thing. I don't know. I can't really think of an example, y'all. But um, it's just one of those things that you got to go through it to be able to understand. you got to suffer a little bit to be able to understand how powerful God really is. If your life is just picture perfect and everything's been great from you, great for you from the start, beginning to end, I don't think you will ever truly know the goodness of God. I, and that's my personal view. I mean, everyone's different. I might be wrong. But for me personally, I don't think I would have ever, ever experienced God in such a profound way if my life was always good. I don't think I would have. Because I think righteous, self-righteousness and pride become so powerful in people that, and they don't even realize it, that we start to take credit for things that we shouldn't even begin to take credit for. Um, and I think going through those trials and sufferings, it keeps you humble, it keeps you in humility, and it just allows you to be authentic in your worship and just surrendering to God, and that's what he wants 
He wants nothing more than that. You know, he wants nothing more to, than to just have your heart. Um, but anyways, y'all, I wanted to share that moment because I love that song. Like I said, it's called For My Good. It's by Maverick City. And I think Todd somebody, Todd Matthews or something. Um, I think y'all might know what I'm talking about. If you don't, go listen to it. It's on Spotify, it's on Apple, it's on YouTube. Listen to it. I'm telling you, it'll wreck you. But anywho, let me get into prayer so I can get into the episode um, so we're not here too long. You know, I say that every time and I end up here an hour. Whew. Anyways, um, bow your heads, close your eyes, take to the heavenly Father. Lord, we just come to you, Lord, as humbly as we know how, with just so much gratitude in our hearts, God. We thank you, Lord, for teaching us and just guarding us and, and never forsaking us, Lord. God, I thank you for just allowing me to just experience it and dwell in your presence with such authenticity, Lord, just being able to be vulnerable and a mess and laid at your feet, God, and having that spiritual reckoning and allowing you to just penetrate every wall in my body, every every being, every fiber of my being, God, so that I'm just filled with your love and filled with your spirit, God. God, I ask that as I bring forth this word slash message slash epiphany slash whatever it is, um, <laughs> You just bless the, the um, words that I speak, Lord. Just allow them to flow with your anointing, God, and allow it to flow into anointed ears, Lord. Allow them to not just hear, God, but to understand, Lord. Not to just understand, but to apply to their lives, Lord. And I thank you, Jesus, for your mercy. Thank you for never, never, never leaving or forsaking us, no matter what we do, no matter the circumstance we're in, God. We just have so much praise to give to you, and it is in your mighty son's name that we say amen. And I say, y'all. So, let me just kind of give you a backstory on what I'm I'm gonna be talking about. So basically, um, I was I was yesterday. I was sitting down in my living room, and I was having a conversation. You know, how you talk out loud. You're talking to God, but you also just talking out loud. But you're talking to God, you can hear you. Yeah, I was having one of those moments, and I was thinking about like marriage and relationships because one of my friends from a, a long time ago she first of all beautiful testimony i mean i hope that she makes i don't know if she has social media i think she does have tiktok um that she posts certain content i don't know exactly what she does on the side or you know as far as like putting out content but i hope you all get to Man, he's shown his faithfulness through her. And um, I've known her since I was younger. I was like 14, I believe. Um, and she just recently got engaged. And, you know, she's changed her life around. She, I, I don't want to tell her testimony, but let me just tell you, it's powerful, y'all. It's powerful. And it just shows how great my God is. And yesterday I saw her post. She got engaged and I immediately was just so filled with gratitude because I'm like, this is someone, you know, when they say Jesus is like, when you see someone getting blessed, don't get jealous because God is in that. That means God is in the neighborhood. It was one of those like moments where I'm like celebratory because not only is it great for her, but it's great for my, my peers, the people who see her because they can see someone who had once, once lived one way, who's now living this way. And God is blessing that. You know what I mean? And so, um, 
it just encouraged me to continue to go on the path that I'm going down. And, and it, I was just so happy. I was so grateful to be able to see that firsthand. Cause it's one thing when you see social media people that you don't know, and you know, they're telling their testimony, they're saying this and you don't really know them. But when you see someone that you've seen where God brought them out of, like you experienced it, you know what I mean? Like you were there with them when they were there, <laughs> excuse me, it's different. And, um, I'm just shout out to her, shout out to her. I mean, wow, it's amazing. God bless her and God bless her and her, this new unity. But I say that to say that I was talking to God in regards to marriage and I'm like, God, you know, there are a lot of things I need to work on before I can get married, before before I can go down that road because I'm a mess. I I have trust issues. I have hurt. I have trauma, this and that, 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 that. And the person that, you know, whatever, they don't deserve that. You know what I mean? And so while I was speaking, the Holy Spirit, I believe, revealed to me why I have the trust issues that I have. And it's so, so, so amazing the way God speaks because he doesn't speak in this subtle, like he doesn't speak in this bold, like coming through the clouds, my child, my daughter, Nadia, this is, this is, he's so subtle to the way he speaks to us. And you have to really catch it in order to catch it. You know what I mean? And I caught it. I caught it in the moment and it just stuck with me. And so, um, basically he told me why I have the trust issues that I have and the way it wrecked me. When I tell you guys, it changed my mind about the way I view things and, God's just been doing that a lot to me lately. And I've been hesitant. I'm like, nah, that wasn't God. That, that was it's like not your girl. Now, you know, that ain't your wisdom. You ain't no therapist, baby. You might be smart, girl, but you ain't that smart. So that's nothing but the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. And um, the way it just came upon me and flowed out my mouth so gracefully. I'm like, wow, wow, wow. But anyways, what God showed me with my trust issues is because... I, I lack trust in people because I lack trust in myself and, and, and in myself because I'm viewing myself through the lens of who I was before I became new in Christ. Now, I know that sounds like a lot. I know that sounds a little bit much, right? But just let me, let me, let me run that back so you can really catch it. God told me, he showed me that I lack trust in people because I lack trust in myself because I'm still viewing myself through the lens of who I was before I was made new in Christ. Yeah. I know that was just like a, like a what? You probably got it. And if you didn't get it, trust me, I didn't get it at first either. Um, (laughs) until God kind of broke it down for me and it came to this, the way that I view myself I view myself in the lens of who I was before I was made new in Christ. And if we know anything about how we were before we were made new in Christ, we know that we were impulsive. We were uh, lustful. We were, you know, impatient, all these different things, the opposite of the fruit of the spirit, right? Not saying that you're perfect now, but ultimately you're, you're renewing yourself. Right. And, um, one thing that I noticed with myself is I don't lack trust in people. I lack trust in myself because I lack, I lack the faith in what's leading me now because I still haven't forgiven myself for making the decisions I made that led me to harm 
when I was before I was made new in Christ. <laughs> I know that's a lot. Even when I'm saying, I'm like, what, Nadia, what? But let me kind of, I'm gonna break it down a little bit to how God break broke a little bit, broke it down for me and kind of explain and all that good stuff, and then give scripture, and then we're out of here. Okay. So, what God showed me was myself before I was in Christ. Y'all, if you know that, that Nadia, who is not here now, if you know her, God bless you. (laughs) I was angry. I was rageful. I was aggressive. I was mean. I was unforgiving. I was lustful. I was impulsive. It was just like everything you could think of. That's what I was, right? And... I made decisions based off of my feelings in the moment I was naive and gullible. And it's very hard to admit that because I always looked at myself as someone who made good choices, someone who made sound decisions. But one thing about God is he will humble you once you become a new creation because you'll look at your old life like, what was I thinking? When when they say the devil really has people like brainwashed that's genuinely what it is because I was brainwashed I was thinking that I was living right I was doing well I was making the decisions and you couldn't tell me nothing but then God made me new and I looked at myself like what is that heathen (laughs) who was I like this was not no no but it's amazing at the same time because God showed me that the person that I was then is not who I am now and of course you know when you say oh man new in Christ blah 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 new creation yeah, but when, when God showed me that, he's like, no, Nadia, you don't understand. You're new. The foundation of your life is new. Who you follow is new. What moves you is new. Who you go to for advice is new. Who you who you talk to before you make decisions is new. And you talk to me. And it, it, he showed me how I have to trust that he leads me first, right? God is the leader of my life. The Holy Spirit is my guide. Before, I was making decisions based off of my my own knowledge or my lack thereof. (laughs) And my emotions and my feelings and all that good stuff. But I'll get into that in a second. But um, he showed me what was guiding my decision making. And the difference in who that person was being guided by and who I am now being guided by. And in the moment, I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense, that makes sense. But then he broke it down even more. How I see myself is still how I was, not who I am. So I hold on, I'm still holding on to the Nadia that made decisions that led her into harm. So when a person, it's not that I don't trust the person per se, not every time, because I'm, you know what I mean? And sometimes discernment lets you know, okay, this person ain't right. But a lot of times, I don't not trust this person. I don't trust myself to make the right decision to allow this person to, like, is this person supposed to be in my life or am I being misguided by my emotions? Is this person supposed to be in my life or am I being naive? You get what I mean? Because a decisions or not a decisions, decisions that I made led me to destruction. And this prime example God showed me in the moment was me being sexually abused, right? Sexually assaulted. The person that sexually assaulted me was someone that had I been being spirit led, 
I would have never even encountered. And I believe that I'm holding on to a certain resentment towards that old Nadia and a certain guilt and anger towards that old Nadia because had I been led by the spirit, we would have never even crossed paths to begin with. So when I meet people, I have this dark cloud over me already, this predestined dark cloud before I can even meet, shake the person's hand. Because in the back of my mind, I don't trust myself to make the right decision to be with you. I don't trust myself to make the right decision. Does that make sense? I don't trust my judgment. And it's something so subtle, something so subtle that the enemy can keep you bound in that. Because you'll you'll overlook it and you'll be like, nah, it's just people. It's just people. I don't trust people. People do me dirty. People are untrusting. Yeah, that's true. We're faulty. It's, it's in the Bible. We man may fail, but God will never fail. That that's just that's that's biblically speaking, that is facts. But one thing that we have to understand is when when the spirit is leading you. There is a low chance of you leading yourself to destruction because if you're being, there is no chance actually, because when you're being spirit led, there is a wise counsel that is guiding your feet, that is guiding every step that you take. And it was like a moment of realization for me because I began to understand a lot deeper than I've ever understood. The way that I distrust people is not because of them. And especially for me, I'm not talking about someone who's done anything to actually be distrusted. I'm talking about when you meet someone, they haven't given you any reason really to not trust them, but you don't trust them. And it's because I know for me specifically, I don't trust myself to make the right decision to whether this person should be in my life. Because let me kind of explain to y'all a little bit because I feel like I'm going in circles. Let me explain a little bit of my, I don't think I've gone into detail about my sexual abuse, but I'll go into a little bit of detail here so you can kind of understand my view, my like what I'm saying. So the person that sexually assaulted me was someone that I knew. Me and him had had um, on and off uh, interactions. And the point of the day that he sexually assaulted me the reason why he was even able to do that is because of him playing with my my heart, my good conscience, right? Or my level of care for people. Um, basically, in short, he manipulated me to thinking that he was homeless and he needed somewhere to stay for the night. So I allowed him into my home. And that night I knew, let me just say, I don't really want to go into details because it's still something that is like, still a little bit hard. I'm in the process of dealing with that. Um, but let, let me just tell you, um, I knew something was wrong that night before he even did anything before he even got to my house. And it frustrates me because it's like, I knew. And now, now that I sit and I have the discernment that I have now, I'm like, Nadia, the spirit was telling you but I wasn't, it wasn't aligned then. My mind and my spirit wasn't aligned now, like how it is now. It wasn't one. 
it was on two separate wavelengths. So when one was saying one thing, I was doing another thing. It was, it was just like confusing. Right. And so though I had situations that were, you know, I made the right decision. I wasn't really being spirit led back then. And so, um, my discernment, oops, excuse me. My discernment was telling me not to let him in, telling me that something was wrong. Something was going to put me in danger. And I, I still let him in obviously. Um, and he was able to sexually assault me and even confess out of his, out of his own mouth with his own words that he purposefully manipulated me, lied to get into my house so that he could do what he was doing. And so now, mind you, this is someone that I knew, someone that I had relations with off and on in the past for at least a year or so. And to hear those words and to be reminded of those words can be a little bit rough because not only did this person assault me and abuse me, but they played with my mental. They physically did something to me, yes, but they also mentally and emotionally did something to me. And the one thing that I've always been or prided myself on was my lack, I mean, my uh, level of judgment and how good of a judge of character I had and, you know, those kind of things. So, and how it wasn't easily deceived and whatever, but that day I was. And so now I believe that there's a part of me that is still holding on to that decision. And it's a part of me who sits and and beats myself up because I'm like, how dare, how could I? Like, how dare I? How could I make that decision to let this person in, even though I was getting every sign possible that this person was not no good for me. And at that night specifically, something was bad was going to happen to me. I ignored it and it ended up happening. And so when I'm dating and I'm, you know, in relationships, I have this issue with trusting because I'm like, I can't trust myself to make the right decision to be with someone that is good for me because I don't know because I'm still looking at it through the lens of the decisions I made before. So even though this person hasn't given me any reason not to trust them, I have this trauma, traumatic viewpoint of how I pick men or how I allow people into my life because of a decision that I made that left me, led me to something that will never, never get easy. And, and I'm not saying that you won't, like I'm depressed about it or anything. You know, it's rough, especially considering the fact that, you know, I went through court and this person, despite all the evidence, despite the witnesses, despite the people testified on my behalf, despite the proof and the text messages and the admission of guilt, was found not guilty. Despite it all, was found not guilty. And unfortunately, that's the justice system that we live in. But my, one thing about it is, and God reminded me this too, we serve a just God. And though he got away and the physical, it says, touch not my anointing and do my prophets no harm. He shall pay for what he did to me. And, you know, it's still uncomfortable because it's a lot to unpack there, right? But all in all, God showed me how I look at relationships because of that decision that I made. And I've always been distrusting of people or whatever, but it's gotten better. However, 
That is something that has a stronghold on me right now. That is something that I'm going to have to do some fasting and praying to uproot. And one thing that I also have to do is forgive that Nadia. Forgive myself for making that decision. We talk about forgiveness for others, but sometimes we need to forgive ourselves. I need to forgive myself for going against my discernment, going against my better judgment, not living a life that was edifying to God that allowed that person in my life to begin with. I have to forgive myself. And it's hard. It's really, really rough. But I trust that the new Nadia, the new me that is born again in the creation of the the heavenly father that is holy, that is pure, that is, you know, guided by the spirit, excuse me, she would never make a decision like that. And I know this probably kind of probably makes sense. It probably doesn't make sense, but I hope it makes sense y'all because it's so good. It helped me. I hope it helps y'all, but God showed me how me making that decision affects my trust in people, my trust in men and just the people that I allow in my life. And it's put this wall up, this shield, this guard, like, okay, I can't trust myself with this. I don't know if I, if I could make the right decision with this because I made this wrong decision. that led to some lifelong trauma. So who, who, who knows who, you know, like who knows what I might do. But one thing that my gracious, loving God showed me is I'm no longer being led by those things that led me before. My discernment is built up. My, my trust in God has built up. My foundation in God is enough. You know what I mean? That is where I'm built off of my foundation in the Lord. My firm foundation, the one that when wind comes and rain comes and wind blows, that doesn't move, that isn't uprooted, the one that when trials and tribulations come to steal my joy, doesn't win, that, that I, I sit in the presence and I worship through it, that is where my foundation is now. And I have to trust God enough because that is why I'm being led. I'm not being led by Naughty. I'm being led by the Lord. I have to trust in him enough that he dwells enough in me that when he does guide me to do certain decisions and allow certain people in my life, that if they do do something that it, it, it ends up being that I couldn't trust them, God is already preparing a way out of that. God is already preparing a covering over me through that. And I have to trust that when I make these decisions and I sit in the presence of the Lord and I ask him, God, is this something that you want me to do? And he tells me, yes, Nadia, do it. He will never do anything to harm me. He says, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, never to harm you. He says that. So when we, when we know the word of God and it's in our hearts, we have to speak scripture over ourselves. We have to be, speak scriptures over our doubt. And that's what I'm going to start doing for myself. 
when those things come about. Because guess what? How many of us understand that we were not put on this earth to be alone? And I believe that the enemy knows how to attack your assignment before it's even fulfilled. And he does that by doing things like what what he tried to do to me. I know I'm assigned to people. Part of my ministry is going to be helping people. Part of what God called me to do is relational. You get what I mean? So what better way than to not be able to trust? What better way to attack? What better way to put a dent in? What better way to try to prevent and stop? You ever heard of the saying destiny stoppers? What better way than to cloud her judgment, cloud her decision making, cloud her view on people, cloud her heart? Harden her heart. Honestly, this probably could be made into two episodes, but I'm trying to get the main things that he spoke to me yesterday out. Um, And if anything else comes about, definitely we'll make another part to it. Um, But y'all, it's so beautiful to, to sit in the presence of the Lord and to hear him and for him to reveal these, those kind of things to you. And trust me, he will. If you really just sit and talk and let him uh, let him respond, he will. And I believe that God is doing that for me in this season. He is changing the way I, I view myself. And he's creating a new, or he, he already created this new identity in me, but he is allowing this new identity to bloom. When I closed my eyes just now, I saw a flower blooming. He is allowing this new identity to bloom because it's been a bud for too long. It's time for it to bloom. It's time for me to bloom. And I've been holding on tight, trying to protect my petals, right? Trying to keep myself closed in because I don't know. I'm scared. I don't know if I could. Because before when I tried to, this is and that happened and this person hurt me. No, forgive yourself, Nadia. Let it go. That is not who you are anymore. I have to let him open me up and let him bloom me, let myself bloom. Because there are people who have, there are bees that have to pollinate. There are bees that have to feed off of my, I don't know, pollen or whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know uh, the science behind that, but y'all know what I mean. Like there are things that have to, that are dependent upon my blooming. And I love the way God showed me this yesterday because it just clicked. It made so much sense. It opened up my eyes and now I can see clearly the scale was ripped off of that part of my eyes and I'm able to understand that it's not that I don't trust people. It's I don't trust myself because, you know, you, you automatically know the type of person that I am. Yeah, I might have a little bit of like resistance at first, but the way God's matured me over the last year or so He's allowed me to be able to open up more and letting people in as far as them. But it's usually myself that I get a little bit frustrated with, unless obviously someone does something. I'm not telling you like just be so free willy nilly letting everybody in because you feel like it. No, but trust yourself. Trust who you're being led by. Now, if you're being led by the world, you might want to reevaluate. But if you know deep down inside you are being spirit-led, that nine out of ten of your days, your days are being spirit-led, then allow that wall to fall. 
Forgive your old self for the decisions that you made. Loosen the hold of the grip that you have on the past you. You're not her anymore. You're not him anymore. God remade you. You're made new. Walk in your newness. Talk in your newness. Allow people to experience your newness. But if you're so hemmed up on your past and and what you did before and how you should have did this and how you could have did that, you're never going to really enjoy and experience that, that newness when you're living in the past. And I believe that a lot of us are being put in seasons, repeated seasons because of that, because we don't know how to let go. We're just, we're just so gripped tight to the, the past and, you know, what happened to us that we don't experience the newness that God is bringing us into. And I feel like he's just trying to get us all to understand that I made you new. Trust my work. If you don't trust yourself, trust my work. And if you trust God, then you trust him that is leading you, which means that you trust the decisions that you are making are sound decisions. They're wise decisions that are being led by the Holy Spirit because you're not walking in your impulse. You're not walking in your emotion. You're not walking in what you want. You're walking in the spirit of the Lord that is guiding your feet. You understand what I'm saying? You don't trust yourself. You trust God who is leading you, who is inside of you. Y'all, there is a time in your life that a shift takes place. When you become, when you give God your yes, there is a shift in the atmosphere. You begin to see things clearly. You begin to look at people differently, not out of judgment, because, but because you know the truth now. You're no longer brainwashed. You ever seen those movies, those sci-fi movies to where they're being controlled by like a, a alien or something. And then when the hero comes and they snap out of it, it's like a, whoa. And they're able to see the other people who are still being controlled. That is Satan. That is Satan. That's the world, y'all. When we're in that walk with the world, we bring, we're being brainwashed and manipulated here and there. But when God swoops us up, And Jesus comes and he brings us to our salvation and we accept it and we receive it and we walk in it and we give him our yes. Our scales are now lifted. And now we're walking in that newness, excuse me. We're walking in that reality of what it is and not what we thought it was. I am going to, I am choosing to forgive the Nadia that allowed that man into my home at three o'clock in the morning because he said he didn't have anywhere to go. And despite the things that were being, you know, done to try to block me from allowing him in, I still let him in against my better judgment. And I allowed him into my home and he ended up hurting me and abusing me. And it, it left me empty, but also it left a stain on me. I forgive her. I forgive that Nadia that did not guard her heart, that allowed her heart to be what made her decisions for her. I forgive her. You have to forgive that you that that led that person 
into your life because you weren't being guided properly. You got to forgive that you that made decisions because of your emotions, that made decisions because of your na- naiveness, that made decisions because of your ability, your disability to, or your inability, excuse me, to um, experience rejection and, and to say no to people, that people please in a tennis season, you have to forgive that person that was. Because if you don't, every person that you see Every person you encounter, you will associate it with that event that took place that changed your life. You will associate it with that traumatic event that happened, that is leaving you depressed, that is leaving you dry, that has left you in the place that you want to commit suicide. You have to forgive them. Forgive yourself for what you were and receive and, and, and allow the glory that is poured upon you by the grace of God allow that to penetrate your heart that you 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 no longer see those clouds when you see people you see sunshine you see the spirit of the Lord because you trust that no matter what no matter what happens whether me and this person end up together or not whether this person becomes my lifelong best friend or not my God is the author of my story so if it's happening It's happening because he knows the plans that he has for me. Plans to prosper me and not to harm me. Do you understand what I'm saying? It tells you two things. It tells you, are you trusting God like you say you are? And are you trusting God that is leading you like you say you do? Because it's very easy to be like, oh, I'm Holy Spirit led and blah, blah. Do you really, do you really believe that? Because one thing about it, how many of us know that trusting the Lord can be looking, it can look exactly like this. Watch this, right? You have $10 left to your name. A person comes and says, can I have $10? And you're like, look, I ain't got it. I don't have $10. If I give you $10, I'm not going to have anything. But if you're being led by the spirit, you'll say, Heavenly Father, this person is in need of $10. $10 is all that I have. What do you need me to do? He'll tell you give it to them or not if he says give it to them you give your last ten dollars to this person and you know that he says not to worry about tomorrow for tomorrow brings his own troubles he says that if he dresses the lilies with beauties and splendors if he takes care of the birds if he takes care of the fishes if he takes care of the the animals that walk upon the earth how much more will he take care of you you trust that you shall never lack you lack nothing you trust that (laughs) you trust that he can feed a multitude with one one loaf of bread and still have leftovers. God, you, you serve an abundant God. You get what I'm saying here. So you might think, look, this is my last $10, but God's like, I, hold on, give them that $10. You never know. He might have a blessing on you on waiting for you on the other side that is, you know, hefty in finance. You might be getting a new job. You might get a promotion. You might get a bonus. You might get an unexpected deposit or... It's simply just you trust him to take care of you. And he meets, he meets all your needs. You're not even worried about it. Not in some miraculous, I got $5,000 check in the mail. But in as, as simple as your leasing office took a, a, a discount off of your rent because of a mistake they made when you first moved in. Or out of, a, out of nowhere, payment plans, you're able to do payment plans on your rent. Or rental assistance is available. You get what I mean? Sometimes God just wants to see if you're going to be obedient to him. 
if you really just going to trust him. And then on the flip side of that, say a person needs $10 and it's your last $10 and you give it to them without going to God. You're like, God, look, man, I need to give them this $10 because, uh, <laughs> I feel bad. I don't, I know I don't have $10 left, but I have to give them 10 instead of going to him and saying, heavenly father, this person is in need of $10. I don't know what they need it for. You know what they need it for. But God, what shall I do? He he might tell you, hey, take them to the store. Let them pick out something for a dollar. Let them pick out something for five dollars. You know what I mean? Like you just, he might tell you, oh, actually, I want you to give them a ride to the, the food bank to where they'll be connected with someone who can get them gift cards. Or you know what I'm saying? Y'all know I'm just speaking, but you know what I mean? Like, God, you have to be very, very, very grounded in your discernment and your prayer life to really be guided by the spirit. And there's levels to it. The closer you get to him, the more you hear, the more you see, the the bigger and louder his voice is. But even the stillness and the sound of, of a whisper can be heard if you take time to listen to it. So... All that being said, um, y'all, God wrecked me with that. He also showed me that I do need to guard my heart because of the decisions I made in the past. A lot of them led to my detriment because of my heart and because of me not guarding it. And so I want to give two scriptures. But first, I just want y'all to understand the word or what I just spoke. I won't say the word, but what I was just speaking to you all Um and just kind of break it down in real quick of a synopsis of just never hold on to decisions you made prior to becoming a new creation in Christ. In, in Christ, Lord help me, in Christ. <laughs> because you will hinder yourself, you will block your blessings, and you will block people from that because of your own unforgiveness to yourself and to those people, but mainly to yourself. I want us all to repeat every day until it's true. I forgive myself for the decisions that I made when I was being led by the world. And I receive the glory that and the mercy that God has given me and, and the guidance that he has given me now that I am a new creation in him. I trust in the Lord and his, his wisdom and who he is inside of me and who he has called me to be. So that when I make decisions, I don't question them because I trust him. I'm no longer that naive, impulsive, easily manipulated young girl. I am now a new creation. I am now wise. I am now grounded in the the word of the heavenly father. I'm now grounded in the identity that the Lord gave me. I'm now being led by the, the light of the Holy Spirit. So the things I did before are not the things I do now. Even if I make similar mistakes, you get what I mean? Because it's not because of that, that same thing that was guiding you back then. <sighs> I hope that blessed y'all as much as it blessed me when I received it. Um, it was just amazing. It was an eye opener. and I'm, It makes me excited to be in love. It makes me excited to experience relationship and, and just build friendships and build relationship with my kingdom spouse and, and just be happy. You know what I mean? Like actually enjoy 
because I can let go of that that little girl or that young girl with the young mind and no guidance and I can forgive her and I can walk in the the woman <laughs> the powerful woman that God has brought me to be and he's bringing me to be and so man God is just so great I'm about to pull up the scripture Give me a second. Okay, so I'm going to start in Ephesians 4. Ephesians chapter 4, chapter 23 through 24. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. I'm going to read that one more again. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, And that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. And I'll actually go to NLT for y'all too. One second. Okay. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Okay. Then we'll go to... Proverbs 23, I mean, Proverbs 4, verse 23. All right. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. And then NKJV. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Y'all, those are great scriptures, okay? But anyways, um, I hope this word blessed y'all. I am so, so grateful for God showing me that because it's just, it's, now I have a, a plan. I have a, um, a prayer point, so to speak, and I'm going to keep praying over myself for that and just praying over you guys as well. But when I'm praying for myself, I'm mainly focused on, you know, letting go of those things that I've held myself to. Um, Jesus has already forgiven me. I have to forgive myself, right? So really just allowing God to expose those areas that I haven't forgiven myself or I haven't forgiven someone. And yeah, I do want to just thank y'all for allowing me to be open and honest um, on this platform. It's been so amazing to just experience so much authenticity and transparency and vulnerability with you guys. I do have an announcement. I am um, starting my TikTok account and basically I'll be doing content of letting people hear like a snippet of my podcast and I'll, I don't know, I'll, I'll be doing different things, kind of like a voiceover. I'll be doing different things. Um, and then o- over it, it'll be the sound of cert- like a certain part of a podcast, more more so the eye-catching parts. So that way people can engage with the um, podcast and God can just bless many, many more people. And thanks to my friend, Shamandra for helping me with that and just giving me clarity on what to do. Also, me and her are doing our Facebook lives again. Um, so we'll be doing those pretty soon. I don't have a specific date yet, but I will let y'all know. And her page is 
I'll I'll link her page whenever we drop it. And um yeah. Y'all great things are coming this season. Don't think any don't think for any second that God's not <laughs> taking me through the ringer cuz he is, but when you grow in your faith, you just stop panicking the way you used to when you when you were newer and you just start letting God be God you just start letting him do him and you just do your part and just trust that it's all gonna work out for his good okay or for your good which is his his good which is your good whatever way it is (laughs) but I'm so so excited to see the newness that's being brought forth um in my life and then the people I'm so excited I mean so many of y'all are just being so blessed and seeing my friend um be engaged and then my other friend and she has some amazing things coming forth something that she's been wanting for a really long time is finally um flowing and I'm just so it's amazing to be able to experience the blessings and the mercies of God when you are in relationship with others and I mean even when (laughs) y'all somebody that I really care about he um is actually doing great things as well God is moving in his life and he has just been great and on fire and he's been someone that I've actually grown a little bit closer to um like spiritually in the last few months so God is just amazing but yeah I'm just so grateful to see like God is doing things in his life and he's doing things in a few of my other friends um and someone um yeah uh, anyways <laughs> I, I don't I don't want y'all to know my business so I'm gonna just leave it at that but anyways yeah God is just moving in the lives of the people around me and that is amazing to see and experience also I do want to just go ahead and say that my uncle did pass away on February 13th of 2024 and um it's something that it's still heavy on me, but God has just been so comforting in this part of my life. And, um, you know, I lost my mom, which is his sister. And then I lost my grandma, which is their mom. So it is a little bit rough to, you know, lose two people that were very close to each other. And I both obviously cared about both of them very deeply. And, um, he, he passed away, he was murdered and, they do have a GoFundMe set up for him for his funeral expenses. I will link that into the caption. So if anyone is led to donate, do it. If not, cool, don't do it. Please just pray um, for the family and everyone involved and just for his soul. Um, I don't think we think about that enough. We think about people leaving the earth, but we don't think about the soul that is also left and where that soul is. So just pray God's mercy over the whole situation. And I won't say too much, but I'll leave it there. Um, may he rest and continue to rest my mom and my grandmother. I love you all so very much. And yeah, but anyways, let me go ahead and close out in prayer. Cause you know, I, your girl did good on time today. I did good on time. Ah, we got a whole five minutes left before the thing tries to shut out on me y'all. Come on now. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Anyways, let me go ahead and pray us out of this episode why do i always sing i don't know why i do that anyways um bye heads close your eyes thank you lord for this beautiful message thank you for um 
just giving me some clarity on some of the questions that I've had and just allowing me to experience your true love and your mercy and how you really see me, Lord. God, I thank you for your forgiveness. I thank you for allowing me to see that you have forgiven me and that I am forgiven and you have given me mercy, Lord. And I thank you, God, for just never, ever, 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 ever giving up on me, no matter how hard that I might have made it, Lord, how far gone I was. God, you've always had your hand on my life. And Father, I just ask that if there's anyone that heard this message today or heard this episode today and felt any sort of similarities to their life, Lord, I ask that you just show them the way you showed me and may that same grace be upon them, Lord Jesus, that, that you showed me, Lord Jesus. And the the wisdom and the discernment of the Holy Spirit bring clarity into their lives, Lord, so that they can begin to work on and move forward with things in their lives so they can walk in their newness, Lord. And I just thank you for everyone who took time to listen to this episode because in some shape or form, I know that it will either resonate now, it might resonate in the future, you might be able to send it to a friend or a family member. And I'm just grateful for that, Lord Jesus. And I thank you, Father, for just being who you are. God, I ask that you just continue to cover us and keep us protected through this evilness that is going on in the world, the shootings, God, the plane crashes and, you know, just the senseless things that is happening in this world, Lord, the food being bad for us, God, I just thank you for your covering over your, over your people, Lord. God, I'm just so grateful for you. I'm so grateful to you, God. And, you know, I I just know you're doing great things. You're building up some warriors in the spirit, Lord. And I'm grateful, grateful, grateful for that. And grateful to be connected to some of those people, Lord. Um, So, yeah, it's in your mighty son's name that I say amen, amen, amen. Y'all, it's been great. It's been a great episode. Um, Man, I don't know what else to say. I'm just super excited to get this out to y'all because I know it's going to hit different because it hit different for me. And I'm just excited. I'm excited. So excited. Y'all ever seen, I, I know I said it wrong, but you ever seen that Kevin Hart meme where he's like, so excited. That's how I feel right now. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let me get up, get up off here. Y'all kind of did good today with the stuttering. Y'all can't lie. Your girl has gotten better. Your girl has gotten better. Think about when I first dropped my first episode, how bad I stuttered until now. If you ain't going to round of applause for me, I'm going to do it for myself. Clap, 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 clap. Anyways, I'm about to get off here. Um, I'll see y'all next episode. I think it's episode six. Episode six. Yes. Season two, episode six, period. Tea with Jesus, favorite podcast. You already know the deal. It's your girl, Nadia, the host, your fave. I will see y'all next time. Bye. (laughs) That was so so disgusting. (laughs) Let me get my life together. I will see y'all in the next episode. Tea with Jesus. Peace. Mwah.